Welcome to episode 73. Obviously, um, you know, we're back to the duct tape episodes for uh, at least today and maybe maybe the next episode. We'll see, you know, how time shakes out. But uh, yeah, we're making do with what we got, trying to make the best, you know, quality that we can out of, out of nothing. So, um, you know, welcome to episode 73. Obviously, I'm not even going to call it bittersweet. It's just bitter. It's a bitter, yeah. bitter time for us. Uh, Tati... As you guys all know, has uh, officially left on loan. He's now in Spain. And uh, yeah, our hearts hurt. I feel personally like Maxie's son crying in his arms. That's personally my insides right now. I don't know how you feel. Yeah, I mean, uh, probably everybody feels that way. Um, this is something we've expected for a long time, though. And I thought that the fact that uh, we've known about that it was coming for like a year would have softened the blow a little bit but um the the nycfc social media team just working overtime to produce uh content that just rips your heart out of your chest um has been you know making it tough to scroll through twitter when you start seeing the exit interview and then you know the behind the scenes from the game drops and then uh then you start seeing uh Girona content and it's just like a, a roller coaster that's only going down um at least at the moment, I will say today it got uh, it kind of took an upswing because we just got to watch the Red Bulls lose five to one to Orlando um, in a semifinal. No, Unfortunately, it was only in front of like twelve to fifteen of their fans. Uh, but <laughs> either way, it's always a, a good day when the Bulls lose. So, yeah, like you said, um, you know, watching the uh, watching the videos of of all the Tati exit stuff. Um, coming from a person who knows very little Spanish, who cannot read, and I, you're still finding a way to make me emotional. It's like cannot read I'm, English. Can, I, yeah, cannot cannot read English. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> all all the cards are stacked against me, and you're still finding a way to make me emotional with your stuff. So, you know, hats off to the uh, to the media team for NYCFC for uh, for the good send off for him. He deserved it. Obviously, um, you know, people are talking about retiring the 11. I don't think we should retire. If we didn't retire David Villa's jersey, we're not going to retire anybody's, plain and simple. Yeah, and in that final interview, Tati kind of left it open. I think one of the – I didn't want to go too crazy about it on Twitter or talk about it at all, but um, at the end of the interview, he said, I hope I can come back and make more memories in the future, which I don't know if that just means, like, he'll stop by to say hi or come watch a game or if he's, like – I'm going to lace up the cleats and put the, the city blue back on for you guys eventually. Um, but, you know, obviously either way, he, he would be welcome back. So, Oh, easily, yeah. If he wants to, uh, you know, consider us his boyhood club and come back to us when he's old and gray, more the power to him. There will always be a spot for him uh, in this team. Same with a few of the other guys that have left and, and gone overseas. And it was, a, it was a great game to send him off in. I mean, uh, it, it really... They, the game started on Twitter, I think, beforehand. It was funny. We talked the last couple episodes how we got a break with FC Dallas because their fans were normal uh, people that you wouldn't mind hanging around with. And then, like, before the Miami game, all of a sudden, we're just getting grilled uh, for playing on the usual baseball stadium, the small banner stuff. Um, And you just, you know, you wish that they had a time machine to understand what was coming, like we did before the game even kicked off. Like, you know, you don't poke poke a bear like us especially uh in, in the, the form that we're in in the form that we're in in the scenes of uh 
us coming into the game knowing it's Tati's last game and his farewell match. Um, I mean, I I personally before the game would have told you we would have put like five or six on him, and and we probably could have if we finished you know some of our chances, um, or if the refs knew how to call on sides and offsides. Um, but <laughs> you know, we still you know convincingly beat them, and and all around had a good send off for him. Yeah, it was a it was a beautiful game to send them off, and um, you know, just it, it realistically for us to get a dub for him would have been perfect. Um, obviously, he scored. I'm going to count it as a goal. I don't care. He scored. He had the assist. Uh, Bear does his celebration for him. Him going off in the 60th minute. Eh. I, I was a little... I don't know. The, the actual send-off of him walking off the field was a little lackluster for me. I, I When I dreamed of it, it was you know, much, much bigger and better than that. But, um, you know, he, he's a humble dude. He's not going to sit there and take 10 years to come off the bitch. So um, I can't, can't really blame him for that, but you would have liked it maybe in the 76th, 80th minute, you know, for him to really finish out the game. Uh, but then again, you see him with the ice pack on the, on the back of his leg at the end of the game. So maybe it's that, you know, muscle aggravation that he had. I mean, clearly today didn't show he went and scored, but um, you know, maybe it's those things that factored into it. I have no idea. Yeah, and Cushing, I think, after the game said it was because of the heat. Um, but, you know, it's all, it is what it is at the end of the day. I mean, like you said, his assist, and I, I think even more so than that, it's like uh, Maxi's finish through the keeper's legs, and then for Hebert to go on and score the goal, it was like a, a good, like, we're going to be okay without him, you know, leaning on guys like Maxi and Hebert and them showing it, like, literally Tati passing the torch almost in a way in the game. Um and then, like, Bear hitting his celebration, I think, was the moment for me where, like, the the switch really flipped, where I was like, oh, man, this dude is gone, gone. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, it, I, I, I just think it was good. It was fun seeing the team come alive for him and really try to, to put everything out there to get a dub for him in his last game. I think you saw maybe the most together that team's ever been. And and the majority of those dudes want to chip together. Um, And they really, really came together for Tati, which is, it's a beautiful sight. And, um, you know, a guy like that deserves it. So, um, yeah, obviously hats off to Tati. Um, I'm not sure if you have any more to to go on with Tati. Um, I'd maybe like to talk a little bit about the post-Tati era, the, um, the what now situation that we're all kind of in. I know there's been tons of debate on, you know, what is to be expected from guys like Hebert and, uh, you know, Talis Magno on, on Twitter. I'm interested in your thoughts. Yeah, well, one last thing on the uh, intergame. I told you before the recording that there was a story I wanted to tell you about. I'm not sure if you had seen it on Twitter or not. Um, but like you said, it wasn't just the goal scorers, Maxi and Hebert, that came together for him. Um, there were a lot of other dudes on the team that went and put up in class performance. I think one of those dudes was uh, Alfredo, for sure. Um, and obviously, the MLS dropped their, you know, uh, player of the week voting or whatever. And um, Mr. Morales, not Alfredo, potentially his father or his grandpa or somebody in Alfredo's life, tweeted like a little paragraph um, at the MLS. Like, Alfredo had a, a 98 percentage like passing completion or something when and he had you know x number of passes or whatever to the point where like that was a stat that really drove home that 
he quietly um, put together at least a player of the week performance that was worth uh, talking about. And that like got sent in the NYCFC group chat and like I retweeted it um, from our account just to like shine some, some praise on Alfredo. Um, but then unfortunately Mr. Morales deleted it. So I don't know if that was a little bit too like Hollywood or we were just exposed him too much. So Mr. <laughs> Morales, if you ever see this, I apologize. We obviously uh, love your son. Um, only trying to, get him those votes or get him that recognition that he rightfully deserves. Oh, definitely. And that's, that's not like a um, Baker Mayfield and OBJ type situation where (laughs) it's causing any problems, if anything, (laughs) causing problems on the heads of people who don't really watch the sport, who don't really see the games and, uh, you know, vote for dudes like Carlos Vea to, to win player of the year for MLS. Those type of dudes. I could have, I could imagine like, you know, being him in that situation being like yo my son just balled out and like he's not getting any recognition i could like totally relate to that so i thought that was kind of cool i would i would be that dad (laughs) yeah your dad was that dad they go football absolutely (laughs) yeah (laughs) so that's how it goes i'll say uh this randomly came to my mind but to me i was you know thinking about uh who my next nycfc jersey would be and i think i landed on alfredo um so I see him being around for a little while. Obviously, he's been solid for a while, and I, I've probably brought it up on this uh, this podcast like a billion times, but like when he had that first interview and he said word for word, like, I will go out on that field and die for the club, like, well, I mean, we have a dog, and he's not leaving us ever. Um, yeah. <laughs> that, that's like when we had the captain talks. He was like a name that I threw in the hat um, way back when all that was happening. But When he first you know, started, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just an attitude like that. He wasn't even necessarily at that point backing it up with his play consistently every single game, and it's still, you know, the passion and love that you bring to the club that can sometimes drive fandom too. Yeah, I would say a smart smart choice would would be either of the Moraleses to go for the next jersey. Me personally. You already uh, tied up Thomas. Coming on Tuesday... Tuesday, I believe, is confirmation Tuesday. This guy right here, I had to plug the box. box. (laughs) I had to flash the box. This guy right here, his jersey's coming in in that beautiful, beautiful orange. Um, I'm trying to think, because I ordered, okay, I will, just a quick little tangent here. I ordered a size that's not necessarily going to fit me today. It's going to fit the human I would like to be. Okay. And so, you know, it may be a wall decoration for a while until, you know, we reach those standards that we set for ourselves. It's motivation. Um, it is motivation, yeah. I got to work to get into that Talos jersey. Um, and so, yeah, I'm more excited for that than I am to open this this box here. Yeah, and it's nice to flash the box for those that uh, might not follow us on Twitter and are just watching this on YouTube or listening Um on you know whatever platform you like to listen to podcasts to, we did go out and get a a MLS uh, hobby box. So there's hobby like box. how many cards are in that thing? A lot. There is like two 180 or something like that. Um, 24 times eight. Yeah, that's more math than I'm gonna do right now. 72. No. No, it's like it's like 200, but um. We a little bit uh, different than the regular content that we do, obviously, with the podcast and the shorts that you see. Um, we've been getting into a little bit of trading cards, or 
I've been getting into it. You've been uh, a little bit of aficionado for a little while. Um, so we're going to be opening that up, filming it, seeing if uh, we get any crazy pulls there with the autographs or the jerseys. Uh, so stay locked on the YouTube for that. Yeah, we're looking for the the autographs or relics of anybody NYCFC. Um, realistically, Maxi in there. Yeah, there's a Sean Maxi, there's a Sean Johnson. Um, you know, realistically, just trying to build my NYCFC um, personal collection. Obviously, I collect the NYCFC and the and Manchester United cards mainly. But um, yeah, I mean, we're excited to get that thing open and just get into a new community that uh that seems endless i mean you could literally find endless videos on this stuff so yeah um but yeah i mean we can get a little bit into that you know that post tati era now we've we've talked about it at length in a number of episodes about you know what we think is going to go on so i don't think anybody is too foreign to what our ideas are i think obviously it's a uh run hey bear until the wheels fall off or if the wheels aren't turning correctly um, then you find a way to potentially slot Talas into that nine. I'm not sure personally that the club sees uh, a striker as like a transfer target. We've been hearing a lot of talk about the number eight role and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, I think the roster that we have right now is going to be sort of what our attacking options are looking like through the MLS Cup. Yeah, I mean, somebody who surprised me not necessarily in mls games but in mls next pro games um it's somebody that we kind of we kind of joked about when we saw a certain tweet that said you know now with tati leaving a certain somebody has to step up and uh you know i was right there with you laughing i actually forgot who was it jason jason oh jason yeah and um Uh. Yeah, I mean, I was joining in on the on the banter that, you know, he's a right wing back that's really playing right back. And I I saw him finish a ball very, very well with the pass from Gloucester. And that just flipped a switch. That I was like, oh, wait, no, he was a winger. He was an attacker that we just forced into a role that he probably didn't want to be in in the first place. He just wanted minutes on the field. Um and it just showed that little flash of potential that I was like, okay, wait, the guy who tweeted that might've been onto something that, you know, if Talas isn't exactly working out, if Hey Bear isn't exactly working out and we need somebody, we need a striker for a, you know, for a game that we don't need a full, full strength squad. I fully believe that Jason can fill that role. Yeah. And I think, you know, some of what I've thought is, uh, you know, when it comes to buying somebody new, there's always a risk that comes with it um, or, or you're making an investment. And, you know, when you have somebody like Hey Bear who has already proven himself to be above the average striker in the MLS or Talas, who obviously, um, if given the opportunity, would probably also be an above average striker because he's an above average winger, which is, you know, exactly what we did with Tati um, or even Jason or, you know, maybe a Kevin O'Toole that can come in and be average or just below it. You know, you can get by with these guys without going out there and splashing on somebody that could, like, literally come in and be a bust because, you know, they have no history within the league in most cases. Um, yeah, I mean, could anybody have predicted predicted that? But, and then, I mean, but then you see the Bales that come into the league and end up scoring a goal in their debut, so it's such a hit or miss. Yeah, who's crazy. 
who had the Travella assisted, uh, or was it Bernadeschi that assisted uh, Michael Bradley? The, I think with so. the Travella outside of the foot. Yeah, yeah. disgusting. Yeah. I will say to me when it it comes to like purchasing or not and stuff i do i do think uh a way fan wouldn't want to admit it and i think i am happy to admit it that with the like the kilinis and the gareth bales and the matuidis and higuainis and bernadeschis and asinias of the world that end up coming to the mls i feel proud that we won an mls cup without having to rely on that that model of you know, whatever, whatever we call it, MLS 1.0, MLS 2.0. Um, and I think, you know, that's something to really hang your hat on. And if we can do something again or make a splash again without having to, you know, rely on some retiring Euro, that to me is, you know, where the club's mindset's at, where our mindset is at as well. So, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> if taking a Gareth Bale on the team means, you know, we repeat, honestly, I take it. I really, yeah, I will. I'm not hiding behind any like, oh, we did it the right way. <laughs> if that happens, I don't care. I'm being loud on Twitter. I don't care. Um, but yeah, I mean, it does bring pride that that we don't have to do that to stay relevant, to stay competing, um, mm-hmm. and to stay really close to the top of of um, the East. You know, that does bring pride. I think it's really outside of Inter. It's been mainly the West Coast teams doing that type of stuff. Yeah, and let me not sound all high and mighty because the first dude that I was like bought into that's older and and European uh, was Luis Suarez. I was actually like totally on board for that, and I was like I was following the rumors and blowing up the group chat. Genuinely believe if Luis Suarez would have come to this league, he would have literally set records in these eight games, Mm -hmm. like in the half season. Yeah, record, record. Easily, that man. I mean, with the dogs on our team that are uh, that are providing him, uh, you know, opportunities. Yeah, different. I mean, he would he would catch up to whatever the record for Maxi and Tati as a duo are fairly quickly. You think eight games to a game, a brace a game. He's at sixteen. He's a golden boot winner, <laughs> and like genuinely, I'm not even gassing him. That is within him to do. Mm-hmm. Whether yeah. it's, you know, he gets a hat-trick one game and one goal another game and two goals next game. I genuinely think he could average about two get two goals a game. Yeah, and league. I think that's what it is with these older dudes. Is is It's always in them, obviously, but it, it just really boils down to, you know, what their motivation is and what they're willing to give to the club. Because, um, you know, th- I genuinely think some of them are like, hey, I'm going to go to America and, like, get paid a couple million dollars, be a superstar, um, and treat it, you know, as like a legit, like a retirement or like a vacation, because that's yeah. what has been hammered into people's heads about the MLS for the last 20 years. Not only that, but I think the guys like Higuain, um, you know, I think that in his brain, he's so good. He he even had this type of mentality when he was at, um, at the Serie A club, you know, both, both clubs that he was at, that, um, you know, he could show up overweight show up out of shape and he would know that he would come in to score 20 goals if it didn't matter. Yeah. He, I think he flat out said that in an interview before. And, um, you know, so obviously when he, when he looks at MLS, he thinks I'll treat that like a training and, you know, mm-hmm. that's just training for me. And he got a harsh, harsh reality. That is not the case. And that's why, uh, inter Miami has all that star power and are sitting at the 
dead bottom of the league in attendance. Um, yeah. So it is what it is. Yeah. And then uh, very high up in away away game attendance because everybody knows if Inter Miami rolls into town, you get to watch your boys go and score three right. four against them. So <laughs> it's like the FC Cincinnati of last year. Yeah, pretty much the the wooden spoon guys. Um, so. But yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, upcoming, we have Montreal um, on Saturday. You guys are probably getting this sometime on Thursday. Um, so a little bit of time before that one. Uh, Montreal is obviously away. So it could be a tough one. I hope we don't go into any kind of, uh, you know, Tati leaving hangover. Um, the team is obviously in great form. Four wins, uh, three clean sheets from Sean John. Um, who I think personally is putting, and you'll probably agree with me, putting together a goalkeeper uh, of the year uh, season at this point. For my personal collection's sake, I hope so. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, no, he's been he's been insane. Um, he's a huge part of the win last week um, to seal that for Tati was him making some incredible saves. Um, one of them, I think VAR, VAR would have saved him. Um, but some of the other ones were just insane, uh, insane saves. One, I think he just literally stood still and it bounced off his chest, which mm-hmm. sadly there's no, there, there, I've not seen any replays of that, but insane save um, just to be in the right position. He's, he's probably going to see a little bit of time where he's going to backpack us. And, you know, we may be in like a 1 0, 2 1 type of type of range for a while until we figure out you know how to score without Tati that was a big problem last year it's become a problem now again because he's gone and um I'm excited to see what happens that's all yeah I I think you're right that you know the seasons are long and we're probably due at least one more downswing realistically you know it, it sort of happens with us and with everybody you know you get burnt out after playing so many games um, and performing at such a high level. So, you know, we'll sail through that, hopefully still be, you know, as high up the table as we can be and, you know, coast into those playoffs with Cushing and see what this dude is all about when it comes to knockout games. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, he's no stranger to big, big uh, games. He's no stranger to that, and I think he's finally finding his stride and his, his um, command of the team. I just hope that, you know, things go in the right direction. We don't, you know, we don't sit and cry about Tati. We don't um, get too deep of a slump that we need, like, a goody type free kick to, to really kick us back into shape. But at the end of the day, if we're in the playoffs, like we've said last year and the year before that, we're in the playoffs. Yeah. So. Bless you. You muted for it. That's oh, crazy. I had to. I literally <laughs> had to. There's no way I'm ending that out. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that'll probably do it um, for episode 73. Appreciate you guys if you made it this long. We could have been talking for an hour at this point. I have no clue. Um, yeah. I was in charge of the timer, and I just don't think I set one. Um, yeah, I think it's been about 20 minutes, 22 minutes, which, that's fair. honestly, when we do this style of episode i don't feel so bad waffling because i know it's my responsibility to look after it so (laughs) at the end of the day i'll waffle on yeah well um up here give us a sub on your preferred 
uh, audio only platform if subscribing exists there. Um, and then a follow on Twitter. That is, you know, obviously the spot that we preach is the place to go. Um, get updates on us or, you know, on the team within the community and just talk if you guys want to talk about the team. So, yeah. And then, um, you know, just look out for sometime soon. Like we said, our, our uh, pack opening that we're going to do for the MLS Hobby Box. Hopefully get some NYCFC content in there. Um, and yeah, go from there and. I was going to say, considering the uh, the dollars spent on NYCFC specific cards for me, trying to begin my card collection since I'm a little bit behind you, um, there there will be NYCFC content for it. <laughs> yeah, which there's a lot of things in there that I personally haven't seen. I got a sneak preview of a couple of them today, but um, yeah, what, what's cool about your part of that video is going to be me absolutely not knowing what cards you purchased for $150. And, uh, I wasn't going to drop the number. What but, you did. You know. Oh, sorry. No, I don't uh, care. I mean, I, mean, I got less, a discount for 60 bucks, so we'll get another one. Say, we'll, we'll equal it out. I was going to say it's less than what, uh, our wallets were hit for when we won the MLS cup for sure. Because oh, that was, uh, yeah. you know, the wallets had to have a nice long, hard think after that one about, you know, what happened. <laughs> Well, and that we actually made those purchases pre-celebration, pre-Dave and Buster's. Yeah, we were absolutely we were reminded. You on life at that point. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> on victory. So, so yeah, well, we will see you guys next week. Obviously, like he said, follow on anything that you listen to a podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter. That's the key to the NYCFC community. Uh, you know, there's some links out there. There's going to be some really, really cool stuff coming up and. We'd love to share that with you guys on Twitter. So we'll see you guys then.